Hey guys, welcome into College Sportscast. We are with you tonight to do a Music City Bowl preview with NFL Outdated. They Andy from NFL Outdated is on with us, and uh, we want to welcome him to the show. We appreciate him being on with us and kind of doing a cross promo show here. So, uh, hey Andy, how are you tonight? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for inviting me. I definitely, uh, anytime we get to talk to football about football and go on other shows, I love the uh, the uh, collaboration. Love it. Cool. We we appreciate you being on with us. Also, have both of my John John Roberts. What's up, hey John Hammond? What's up? What's up, man? You guys ready to talk a little Music City Bowl? Yeah, let's go. All right, we're going to open up with uh, keys to the game. Is how we're going to open up um, the preview, and I'll start with Andy, I guess tonight. He's the guest. We'll let him. We'll let him kind of go first, and uh, we'll keys to the game. Andy, what do you think? Yeah, well, um, I, I really think it's you know. Nationally, everyone's talking about this could be a low-scoring game. Uh, it may be, right, especially with uh, Iowa's defense. Uh, they're missing some key you know, players and everything like that. But, you know, we've got uh, Torrey Taylor, arguably the best punter in the nation. I think that's going to be a key. Um, and also, uh, we get Sam Laporta for Iowa coming back. It, it's going to be an interesting game. And uh, obviously, I'm sure we'll get into this. You know, both teams missing a lot of you know key players. Um, you know, it. I go back and forth what I what I think about that, but I think this this is a really good opportunity for young players that are excited, you know, to uh, you know really step up and, and see what they can um, do. It like it's almost like um, you know when you kind of watch the NBA, uh, they're players that are you know I mean they're kind of established, so the game seems a little slower compared to like college basketball. Like they're trying hard all the time. And I feel like, you know, there's going to, it's going to be a scrappy game. I think you see a lot of these younger players for both teams trying to compete and, um, you know, end end the year on, on a high note. So, um, but really it's, I think it's going to come down to Iowa's defense and uh, Torrey Taylor, um, you know, how, how well he, uh, you know, puts um, Iowa's uh, defense in a, a good position. All right. John Hammonds. What do you think are going to be keys to the game? Um, I think, you know, just the, with the quarterback situation with Kentucky, you know, they got three guys that they're probably going to play, you know, Keaton Wade, um, Kai Sharon, and um, I'm not sure, maybe Deuce. Deuce Hogan, sure Hogan who was actually I'm at Iowa sure. last year. Yeah, he played at Iowa. I'm not sure oh, he even yeah. in. I'm not even sure Deuce gets to play in this game. Um, if I'm Kentucky, I, I don't know. You know, Kentucky's missing Chris Rodriguez. You know, they'll have two of their receivers, but they don't have the throwing capabilities like they would with Levis. If I'm Kentucky, I just run the football all night. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think Iowa might do the same thing. I think this is going to be a fairly – fast game and this game will probably be over pretty quick. That's just my opinion. So All right. which both defenses are really good. I was got a they're ranked high in the top what top twenty in defense and Kentucky's probably ranked in the top thirty. So I think special teams would be a big play in this game too. Um punt punts. Um I made a joke about it when we first got the matchup that there'll be thirty 40 or 50 punts every other play. Like, I mean, you know, it's Iowa, Kentucky, you know. <laughs> I mean. Right, right, absolutely. But at the same time, Iowa's gotten better, especially in the transfer portal um, this this recent offseason. Well, not offseason, but this part of the, the this part of the year, they got the good quarterback, Cade, from Michigan and um, got a few solid players, so. Um, I was looking good for next year, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely the hope. Yeah, that's definitely the hope yeah. as as far as uh, that way. You know, uh, I do uh, kind of piggybacking on that. I do agree. It, it's going to be a running game. I mean, 
uh, Iowa's got, you know, Caleb Johnson, true freshman, and LaShawn uh, Williams. Those two are, yeah, they're going to rely on that. But really, they've got three scholarship wide receivers. Uh, really, everyone else is either transferred or, you know, they're out. So Nico Regani has, has been a mainstay with Iowa. Um, you'll see him, um, you know, his name called a lot. And then also Sam Laporta. And, and it, you talk about uh, quarterbacks, Iowa um, actually, you know, their uh, starting quarterback has been injured, and then their backup um, went into the transfer portal. Uh, so they yeah. got, you know, a, a quarterback who is uh, Joe Labas, who has not thrown, uh, you know, a single pass. Um, so uh, you're going to see him. And um, when you have like a young quarterback, I see like a lot of times the, the tight end can be, um, you know, a, a safety valve. So you're going to see that. But I, I agree. I mean, this could be over pretty quick um, as far as you know, time wise. I mean, you know, and, you know, uh, Brian Ferentz is, you know, shown to kind of, I mean, they want to grind out the game. So it'll be interesting to see how some of the uh, younger players uh, mix in. But, you know, with what they have, uh, you know, coming back, I think that's um, definitely going to be key. All right. John Roberts, what do you say about the keys to the game? Well, if your first key to the game is, talking about your punter that we all know everything is in great shape we know that everything <laughs> is happening so smoothly that there's going to be so much offense and hey, we are flipping really the field gonna... man flipping the field that's right that's right so the beginning <laughs> you know when you start out with the keys to the game the punter Hey, punters are people too. All right. Hey, I, I, I know, I know, I know. But to have that to be the, the first key to the game, you're you're already starting to you're setting the tone for the rest of the game. So, uh, but I mean, look, I agree. I'm I'm really just here to see how many ways Iowa can score, and maybe like how many ways they can com they, they can have combinations to get to seven points. Uh, that don't include scoring a touchdown with an extra point. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll give you some of my keys. So I've got really three or four listed here. But uh, first of all, I think Kentucky turnovers versus Iowa takeaways is going to be a key in this game. Um, Kentucky without Will Levis and very questionable offensive line that has – plagued this team basically all season long. Um, and we will see if bowl prep and practices, if they've had a chance to fix any of that. Uh, they did fire the offensive coordinator. Um, so, you know, um, maybe they've had a chance to fix some of the line issues that they have had. We'll see. Um, I think we'll find out pretty quickly in the first quarter because my next point to this game is UK line versus a very stout front four from Iowa defense. Um, they rank fourth nationally in yards given up a game, and they are sixth nationally in uh, points allowed per game. So, and their front four has um, 25 or 26 sacks for the season. I can't I seen it earlier. I want to say it was 25. It might have been 26. I um it's one of the two. Their front four is a very stout front four. They have three players with plus six sacks for the season. Um and Kentucky's offensive line has not been good. So I think that is a key to the game. And then my last key to the game is um UK if they allow 165 yards or less, they are 7-0 and on the season. If they allow 165 yards or more, they are 0-5. Is this okay? running the ball? Running the ball. This is rushing okay. yards, okay? Gotcha. Iowa has only rushed for plus 165 yards in two games all season two games that's all they've rushed for plus 165 so i think that um one of the keys in allowing 
Iowa to rush. If they let them rush for above 165 yards, it is not a good sign for Kentucky. Um, so those are my three keys to the game. Sitting and looking at some of this, um, I, I think that those are I, – I do agree with the pun with Andy, uh, I, I, and I have special teams listed. I was going to talk about him a little bit later. I do think that the punting issue um, is going – the special teams part of it, I mean, they have one of the best punters in the, in the nation. Um, I think he was second team All-American or he was – something like that. Um, but he's one or two of the best punters in the nation. Um, so I kind of agree with that. And Roberts, yes, if we're talking about punting, and I'll give you this, Iowa won a ball game seven to three without scoring a touchdown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't don't mention who it was against either, please. I think it was seven to five. It was seven, yeah, no match, yeah, was, seven to five. Was it seven? So they had a safety too. I thought it was That's seven to three. That's no, a baseball. Uh, let me go score. back what it was. I've kind of blocked that game out. Uh, it was the first game of the season. That's a baseball score of five. It was um, <laughs> seven to three. So it was seven to three. Yeah, seven to three without it, no touchdowns scored. I think didn't Iowa have a safety though? That's what I was thinking. Had two Iowa safeties and a field goal. That's what it was, yeah. So two safeties and a field goal. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. No so end zones what, were harmed in the making of that game, except um, the end zones for the safety. <laughs> um, and, right. And I want to bring up, uh, you know, w when you talk about like punting and stuff and getting the defense in a good uh, position, um, I forgot to mention Jack Campbell, the Buckus Award winner. And um, he's going to be able to take advantage of some of those things. And, and uh, so. I think if if uh, you know they get Kentucky, you know deep in their end zone, I, watch for uh, Jack Campbell, and Jack Campbell's going to have a good game regardless. Um, you know, I'm actually hoping he plays on Sundays with my Bears coming up next year. But um, yeah, so that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Right, I, I agree with um, Anya on that for sure. Jack Campbell, I've got as one of my players to watch. I'm going to talk about here in a little bit. So. Um, we'll move on to the quarterbacks and the quarterbacks in this game, both teams, um, Iowa's is injured and then their second string transferred. And then with Kentucky, um, their first string is, is opting out because of the NFL and that's them, um, with about quarterbacks, one that started for South Carolina and that's Kia Sharon. Um, and then Which, the, talk, the talk is is that Destin Wade is going to start this game at the Music City Bowl, and he's never had a snap, and neither has Iowa's quarterback, Joey well, Labus. Is that right? Yep. yep. Labus. Um, he's never had a in in college either. So it's going to be very interesting with the quarterback. So go ahead, Hammonds. Well, to be fair, you know, with Kai Sharon. You know, he was thrown into the fire right out with without prior to game time. I mean, you know, Will Levis was was injured that week, and they didn't know up until game time if he was going to play or not. And then you tell a kid that he's going out there to play, and he has no experience whatsoever starting. I mean, that's that wasn't fair to him, to be honest. I mean, and he didn't do terrible. He had 178 yards. He had a couple of touchdowns. I think yeah, he had one pick. But I think the OC handcuffed him too much because, you know, some of the play calls in that game was atrocious. Well, like, that's why he don't have a job right now. So Well, he's out of a job now. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why he got fired after one year. But, you know, that's part of it. So, um, but, you know, the quarterback situation is very – is going to be very interesting in this game. I will say this. Both quarterbacks, um, Destin Wade, if he's the one that, that starts, and Labus, um, are mobile quarterbacks and can run. Um, and I have heard that Iowa may be putting in some plays designed for him that is not going to look like what 
all of us have seen from Iowa over the last three or four years. Um, so, so y'all know, um, you know, they may look a little different. And I'm also being told that Destin Wade gets the start, that there is a likelihood that he's going to be doing some running as well. Um, and if you know from last year, Will Levis a lot of running, and this year the new OC hired didn't want to do that. So now that he's gone and they're putting in Destin Wade, I, I, if Wade does start, I would expect to see some running from the quarterback. So that's kind of that's kind of my, my takes. Roberts, what do you say on that? On the quarterback so you're situation, telling me that we're going to see a spread, a spread offense with the quarterback running the ball for the uh, for for Iowa, or you say that they're going to be running like the wing team? I think I think that they are putting in some spread stuff. Yes, for Abbas. If um, they're running the wing tee, then that's just on brand. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, the quarterback's going to be backing uh, out of the. Yeah, the hike he's gonna like they did uh, back in the day uh, with Hayden Fry. Yeah, there I don't. You, go. you know, it's interesting. You, you talk about some of these things. As an Iowa fan, we've wanted uh, the offense to look different, to look unpredictable for a while. So I think it, it, in that aspect, if it is that way, it'll be um, entertaining to watch. Um, and but. You might also have to watch all the turnovers, right? If they're going to be trying some new things, some different things um, with younger players, there might be a lot of turnovers. Um, as an Iowa fan, you know, it, it's it's something I want to see, something different, uh, just some innovative things. And, and maybe this can be a springboard for next year. Obviously, you know, uh, whoever, you know, if uh, Labus does well in this game, you know, there probably won't be a quarterback controversy, but at least we'll know we have a, a you know, capable backup. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, how much it'll translate to next year, but uh, that that's an interesting development. And, and that's something as an Iowa fan I've wanted to see for a while. Well, let's, let's be very clear. Just because a spread offense doesn't make it unpredictable because you can look at UCF's coach, Gus Malzahn runs a hurry-up-no-huddle spread offense, and that is very predictable as to what it is. And that's why he got completely beat smithereens in the bowl game today. So just just because you want to spread doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be Yeah, but it's not expected from Iowa. Is It was my I, I just say, But I'm just, I'm just saying, be careful what you wish for. I'm not thinking, you know, uh, it may do well. Unpredictable means uh, like entertaining, right? I mean, Iowa's kind of been three and out, three and out, you know, let's punt, let's give it our defense and all of that. And uh, so if there's some differences that, that are entertaining um, that can maybe highlight some of the wide receivers and running backs, that's what I want to see. Um, I, I don't know if I want to see Labis running all over the field. I mean, that's a great point, you know, but I want to see some of these other uh, skilled players uh, and see them kind of develop because that's, you know, they haven't been doing that over the years. They, and, and, uh, and quite frankly, that's kind of what we need. And, and so that's what I'm worried about even going into next year. We've got a great quarterback, but you want to have these skilled players develop and you want to see their talent and want to see why, uh, you know, they were brought into Iowa. Uh, so that it'll be interesting to see. Well, so, I mean, you had said that there's only three wide receivers. So, you know, you know, on the team right now. Um, so if you're down to three wide receivers, you can't expect a whole lot of dropping back and pocket passing, you know, um, I wouldn't think, I mean, in, unless you're just going to run the, try to run the ball down Kentucky's throat. I mean, you know, I guess you could try to do that um, and just hand it off over and over. So, and I, I wouldn't put that past Iowa. I'm not saying that. I mean, they could, they could do that. Um, so, you know, you just never know, but I think it's very interesting with the, uh, um, quarterback situation for both of these teams. Um, it's very kind of similar. Um, the one last thing that I will throw in is Hogan was on last year's Iowa team. 
who played in the Citrus Bowl against Kentucky and lost 20 to 17. He is now one of the options who might get to play for Kentucky. Um, and there's another little twist for the quarterback situation. He's don't, a former four-star player. I say, don't tell me he's going to be out there for the victory formation for the for Kentucky at the end. Just just uh, to stick it to <laughs> Iowa. Yeah, just to, yeah. It's it's possible. I I don't really know, but you know they they are saying that he might that they they might play, play all three, which I don't believe. I think that's more of a ploy to try to make Iowa off or whatever. But um, I do think they might play two. I'm not fully that they'll play quarterbacks. Hammonds, do you think they'll play three quarterbacks? I doubt it. I think they'll play two. They'll probably play I, Keaton Wade and um Sharon, but I think they'll I think they'll see what Wade's got in the dual threat capability because when he played in Nashville in yeah. high school, he was an absolute star running the football with the ball in his hands. Yeah, so, absolutely. That's why I said but, I mean he's he's got some wheels. But he's also got a good defense he's going against, too. So He does. That, I mean, I was one of the best I mean, in the country. Iowa's pretty, the thing about Iowa, I always watched them over time. They're very sound and they're very um, – how do you say this? They have really good technique. Fundamentally sound. Fundamentally sound, yeah. When they, when they yeah. tackle, they're, they're not out of position. They're always right there at the, at the point of contact. Um, I've always liked that about Iowa. They they always play sound football on defense. Now offense, that's another story. But defensively, they they've always had a really good defense. They have for many many years. Um, I'll be honest Kirk, with you, Kirk um, Ferentz sure. has been there four, I think, um, and they've been playing good defense for many not, many of these. Um. I was looking up something. So my senior year in college uh, in 2000 at Iowa um, was Ference's first year. It's crazy to think. I'll uh, say this, you know, Phil Parker is a, is a really good defensive coordinator. Yeah. I I think he, I mean, he does a great job with them. He does good with them. I mean, you know, he's a, he's an older guy, but um, he's done a really good job there. Well, it, yeah, and, and I, I definitely, um, you know, think that uh, obviously that the defense has kept Iowa in so many games this year. This is their only reason we're the, in a bowl game uh, when you think of, you know, overall. Um, Jack Campbell, I think, has been a huge on that. Um, now, we'll, we'll see with, with some of the people we're missing on defense. I'm sure we'll get to kind of that soon. But um, I'm interested, in just, uh, interested to see what, what some of the uh, – uh, veteran defensive players do uh, against uh, the young uh, Kentucky um, quarterbacks for sure. All right, guys. Anybody want to add anything? We'll move on to offense and then on to defense on on both of these teams. Um, I want to get off subject right now, real quick. Okay. What uh, do you got, Roberts? Yeah. So uh, Arkansas and Kansas has gone into overtime. Both have scored touchdowns in overtime it is 45 45 and please do not look at the twitter mentions tonight cal perry's hair is on fire right now somebody <laughs> lit it on fire people yeah. are livid they torched them? yeah i know man i'm not I, i'm trying not to go there tonight with this so, um but I also, know. Well, I know. Me, I'm I just know. saying. Don't look at don't look at the mentions because it's it's bad. Like it's also, really bad. North Carolina leads Oregon 21-14 uh, just before halftime. And Ar- Texas by the Tech way, Arkansas has was taken the head the lead in against game. Ole Miss. Seven. Yes, they were. They were up thirty-one something. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just by just so by twenty-five. They had a twenty-five point uh, twenty-five point lead or twenty-three point lead, and then. All right, so we're going to start with offense uh, next uh, on these teams. And I was offense. I mean, you know, they're, they're honestly pretty bad. Um, uh, That's an understatement, by the way. 
Yeah, I mean, no, they've honestly, against great defenses. There's just great defense in the Big bad. 12. They've That's only, what's going on. They've only hit two yards Big passing 10. twice all, all season long, okay? And hit 300 yards overall three times. That's it. Defense is, defense is the name of the game in the Big Ten. Of course, they have stuck with Petrus when 97% of Iowa fans probably not wanted them to. Um, and, uh, you know, and then he got hurt at the, you know, the last game. I think he had surgery, and that's the reason why he's not playing. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so on the offensive side for, for Iowa and, and Andy, you know, you're a fan, so I'll, I'll let you a little bit more about it. But it's been been bad. Is all I'm gonna. Say. Yeah, and it's it's really uh, been uh, disappointing. You, you, we've wasted a fantastic defense. You know, that that obviously you know could have easily on what happens on our side of the Big Ten easily could have gotten us to the Big Ten championship game. Now I don't know what we would have done in it, but we almost got there you know, with what we had now. Um, right. But in, in Pe- Petrus is, he's just been, um, he just hasn't made very decisive decisions. Right. And, and that's been the problem. And I had a chance to go last year to the uh, Northwestern Iowa game in Evanston. And, you know, I had a chance to see uh, that's when Padilla did play. And, and he was, when he started out in the game, he was decisive uh, and, and he made some good plays and he's, he sparked the offense to just enough offense so then they last year could hold on versus Northwestern. Um, and But the problem with him, he just didn't have the, the tools necessary uh, to be big-time quarterback. And, yeah, uh, as a fan, we wanted someone else, uh, but Padilla just wasn't it. Um, so Did he really get much of a shot this year, Padilla, or no? No, but I'm. I, that's probably what they saw in practice. You know, I mean, we right with what they did last year. He got his shot last year on the road, and and I think Kirk, uh, as you probably know, is is really uh, he's loyal. He's going to stick with his guys. You know, and and he just stuck with uh, Peaches for whatever reason. Um, he's physical. He had the tools. It kind of reminded me of Nate Stanley. You know, uh, it stuck with him. Uh, but he was just not making the right decisions. It was something about his confidence. He was hurt or whatever it was. He just wasn't making the right decisions. And it was, uh, and obviously as fans, uh, we've kind of gone on, you know, uh, frustrated with uh, um, our offensive coordinator and things like that. And we just, you never know, but a lot of it is you have to have the talent and, um, you know, I'm sure uh, Peter's a great guy, but it just, he wasn't getting it done. And, and so that was frustrating that way. Um, when you have uh, some talent, because you know we had some off- offensive talent, you know um, Sam Laporta, you know Keegan Johnson, you know before he transferred, so we had some of that talent um, this year, even last year, and it just it was um, underutilized. It just wasn't um, they couldn't execute, and and that falls on the quarterback. Right, Hammonds, you want to talk about Kentucky's side of the offense stuff? Um, it's, it's been miserable all year, to be honest. Um, there's been a few good games here and there, you know, the Florida game. Um, I felt like we played good at Ole Miss. I think, now this is just my opinion, and there's a lot of people don't agree with this, but I think we checked out after Ole Miss. I mean, I'm not saying we all checked out, but, um, I just think, Losing the game like they did, I think it was just like a mental thing. Like, you know, instead of being, what, was it going to be 4-0, 5-0? and You're basically – you lose that game, then you come I think the next that would have week. Been five. Five, and then you, then you go to uh, – was it Tennessee? No. Um, oh, South Carolina, I believe, wasn't it? I can't remember, but – there was a couple games. They lost to Ole Miss, and then they come out, and they lost two there with South Carolina and Tennessee, and it just felt like the season was just kind of on a on a hanger. And, you know, and, and I tell everybody all the time, somebody said, well, 
and this is not a knock on Iowa at all, and no disrespect to Iowa, but somebody said, well, why do we have to play Iowa again? And why we have to play these teams? I said, you have a crap year, you get a crap ball. And that's the way it works. And and that's the same thing with Iowa. Iowa had the same issue. And if you would have won a couple of those games, the Ole Miss, say you win the Ole Miss game, say you win the South Carolina game, you're probably sitting at probably where Mississippi State is right now, playing Illinois. Yeah. <clears throat> well, but, I mean, both of these teams lost a game or two and had a had a down year for what they were expecting. Well, both Kentucky was ranked the whole year up until what after ten was it after Tennessee they they kind of they try and drug them out of the post, but right, but you know, so this was this was one of those seasons where I just kind of was disappointed because there was so much talent that came back quarterback receivers. And it just – it was like a flop. Running back. Like it just – running back. It just never did develop the way – in which Chris Rodriguez was out too. So, that that had a lot to do with it. Early on in the season, he was suspended, I think. And that kind of – and having to throw him back in there and get used to the offense again, that kind of can make a – make some issues. I was uh, um, not really uh, offended up until you said uh, play a better bowl against Illinois. That just <laughs> is a weird statement altogether. Uh, it is a better bowl against Illinois. Although um, Iowa should have beaten Illinois, that was another uh, disgusting uh, score. I'd have to I shut out of my memory, but they they should have beat Illinois. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you get some of these. Uh, uh, you know, games go other way, then you are in a, a more prestigious bowl. Um, although, you know, it's, it's interesting, though, uh, I think with things, players opting out now, like how, how much different bowl games are now than they used to be, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm one that if you start with your team, you finish with your team. I, I'm basically um, now, if you, if you have, have some injuries or some nagging stuff and I under I understand that I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if you have injuries I think you should be out there playing other than that though um, I'm one that you if you start with your team you finish with your team and I don't really care about the NFL when it comes to that no um, you know you're NFL outdated so you know you, I'm sure you talk Talk NFL stuff, and I'm not saying as far as NFL, as far as playing in the NFL, I'm not saying that. I'm saying finish your college and do it the right way. And in my opinion, that would look better the NFL people than opting out. That's just my opinion. But um, so, Roberts, I'll throw it to you on the whole offense. You got any offensive? T- um, genius sayings that you want to say up there? Uh, if you score more, you tend to win. Um, <laughs> well, this, uh, I'm just this, saying, this Arkansas, so we're talking Kansas about Iowa. Got real interesting. <laughs> we're talking about Iowa so, and Kentucky and offense. So I just thought you'd that's have something right. funny to say. If you have any offense, you might win the game. <laughs> just any, just, just, just a little bit. Um, so go ahead. No, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, looking at this, this thing right here and, uh, Arkansas scored in the second overtime, Kentucky, uh, Kansas just scored and Arkansas went for two and got it. Kansas was going for two and Arkansas seemingly had stuffed them at the line, but there is a targeting call. If the call stands, they will get to replay the uh, two-point try. Two point if it, yeah, if if it if it is reversed, then Arkansas wins the game. So oh, this wow. is a, okay. this is interesting right now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, this is this is this is getting tense, but as far as as far as the, the Music City Bowl and the and the offense, I mean. Look, uh, 
it, it just seems to be more, I mean, like everybody's, you know, trying something new or trying something different. And it looks like both of these teams are going to have, uh, have that. So there's going to be a lot of growing pains. So defense is going to probably look better at times, but also it also seems like during some of these uh, games, it, you know, the defense, it, it, it's almost like, you know, watching the Pro Bowl or watching the uh, the NBA, you know, uh, all-star game where defenses are, you know, not allowed to even enter into the, the thought of anybody. So, um, so be very interesting with two offenses that aren't necessarily great going against each other. Well, the over and under for this game is 31 way. So um, that'll tell over. you something about both teams. Bet it, bet okay. it over, bet so, it over. All right. Absolutely so, bet the over, yep. So 17.9 points is what Iowa averaged for the year. Um, in their losses, they averaged 10.8. Um, so, um, you know, getting to 17, 18, 20 points is probably a win would be my it could guess. Be. Um, if they get to 20, my guess is that's a win for Iowa. That's my guess. Um, so, you know, and Kentucky, I think they averaged about 20 or 22, 21, 22. I can't remember now exactly. Um, points a game went down for them. Um, they averaged almost 10 points less. They averaged 32 points something last year with uh, Liam Cohen as the offensive coordinator. And uh, so, but here's the key. And, and I'll go back to my keys. I mean, the key is the quarterbacks. And, and I think that both offenses are going to look a little different in this game. So we don't know exactly what we're going to get from either team when it comes to offense. Now, I'm going to switch to defense here. And on defense, I think we have much better idea of what we're going to get. And I'm going to start this out with um, Iowa is sixth in the country, points allowed, and Kentucky is 12th in points. So both of these defenses – are really good defenses. Um, there's a few opt-outs that could affect things on the defensive side. Carrington Valentine, um, the boundary uh, corner for Kentucky, has opted out, uh, which could be an issue, could be a problem um, on the Kentucky side. And I know a safety opted out, I'm pretty sure, is that for Iowa? Uh, yeah, uh, Kevon Merriweather. Yes. Um, yep. yeah, he opted out. So, you know, there is a few opt outs, but, uh, on the defensive side, uh, Jack Campbell is going to be a beast in this game. I am glad to see that, uh, Jacques Jones gets come back for Kentucky middle linebacker, um, play in this game. He's missed a few games with injury and he's going to be a key on the Kentucky side. So Andy, I'll, I'll let you you talk about the the defense um and and some of the keys on the defensive side of the ball for iowa yeah obviously you brought up jack campbell uh but in the secondary um i i think uh cooper dejean's going to be important riley moss um he got hurt uh during one of the games and, and that really showed uh, i don't know if that was versus the nebraska game but I, I think riley moss um you could really you know maybe get a, a pick um I, I look at the secondary to get a pick versus uh these young uh, quarterbacks of Kentucky. I think that that might help. I don't know if it, the offense will be able to do anything with it. Um, but you know, you got um, uh, some of the young young players as well. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there was a new one, um, uh, and I, I can't really pronounce his name. Xavier uh, Nwangpa. Uh, if he gets more reps at safety, I think that'll be interesting to see. We've kind of, as Iowa fans, we've been kind of, uh, you know looking for him so he may you know play a big you know factor in the game i think that'll be uh something to watch but that secondary um may be able to uh do something against the young uh quarterbacks if kentucky you know decides to you know try and throw it and again that's why i started 
for the show saying takeaway. Um, I think Kentucky's turnovers versus Iowa takeaways is going to be a major key in this game. Mm-hmm. So, um, as Ammons, long as Iowa can do something. What do you right? think about Kentucky's defense? Right. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you got overs, um, you know, so. I think Kentucky's got a really good defense. You know, they got what Jacquez Jones back. They lost Square. He won't be able to play. Um, injury. My injury, but. Right. But, you know, this whole defense, probably you'll see more on this defensive side in terms of young talent than you will on the offensive side of this game because there's a lot of guys going to be able to play the defensive side of the ball, you know with the transfer portal happening. Um, and Brad White a is of, a really, really good defensive coordinator. He is. Um, and, he is. You know, I I think before it's over, um, Deion Walker, the nose tackle, yeah, he's absolutely. be a top 10 pick, top 15 pick in the NFL. Well, he's just a he's, – he's a true um, freshman, so he's got a couple of years. But still, yeah, yeah absolutely. He, he had an unbelievable year last year, and Justin Rogers is getting better. But there was kind of some murmuring if he was going to transfer or not. But I haven't heard anything back. But yeah, I um, haven't heard anything. He he had posted something kind of um, cryptic on his Twitter, and I I didn't. It kind of looked like he was maybe leaving or something. But you know how them guys do on right. Twitter; they they do that stuff. But you um, know that I would say that's interesting. You bring up that. Uh, you know, with with the uh, defensive line, uh, Kentucky, because uh, Iowa's offensive line has had issues this year. Uh, you know, they've been they're young, and you know, you lose a, a first round talent uh, center last year, center. and so mm-hmm. uh, you know that could that could really uh, he could really cause havoc for the Iowa offense. And if if you're getting um, Iowa's offense, you know, off, um, you know, right away, just you know, up the middle. I mean, I I think that that might be interesting to watch as well. Right, and, and, and that could be a key on, as far as Iowa on the defensive side. Um, Roberts, what do you say on the defensive side of these for these two teams? I mean, the defense is what carries these teams. So, um, what do you say? Well, when you got uh, two teams that have uh, pretty darn good defenses um, facing off against each other. You just want to see if uh, any one of them can actually provide some of the offense, you know, kickstart the offense. So whether that is uh, a, a defensive score or that is a takeaway inside the opponent's uh, red zone or anything like that. Yeah, so something that sets it up so the offense has a real quick or real easy score. Um, so that's going to be – uh, something to look for with the defenses, uh, and that I mean that that right there is what I'd really be paying attention to is if if any of them can can wreak enough havoc to uh, to to cause the other team to you know slip up. So. Right, and I think those are going to be keys to the game turnovers and stuff, and that's um, especially key turnovers where you either get a defensive score or like in the red zone for an easy, you know, an easy score convert. Um, you know, those, those for either team is going to hurt e- either team. So, you know, if Kentucky gets one, it's going to hurt Iowa. If Iowa gets one, it's going to hurt Kentucky. Um, so, you know, that's, the turnover battle is going to be a major key, I believe, in this game. So um, we'll talk a little bit about special teams. Uh, my take on teams is the Iowa punter, um, the field. Uh, he's really good at pinning opponents deep, um, and he averages 45 yards a punt. On special teams for Kentucky, the – Long snapper has been an issue all year long. Snapping has been an issue, so that's something to watch in this game for Kentucky. And then the last thing I'll mention on um, special teams is Barry on Brown. Um, he's a burner, and he is somebody in the return game that could make something happen in this game that breaks some backs. So 
Yeah, just, don't just, don't don't depend on a game winning field goal from this bunch. Don't depend on anything. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. No. Arkansas well, failed. Mike Mike a statement. Hey, listen. You know, it's pretty bad when you lose a game like Missouri did on a on a punt. The game that we um roughed Which which Missouri game are you are you referring to because I I can name a couple of them in which they lost where it looked really I don't know bad and it was uh special teams that was the cause of it. Yeah. Yeah. You do have the Auburn game where they completely missed a extra point. Chip shot, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. What, what was it? The and then they was going in for a touchdown, they fumbled the ball. Fumbled the ball as they were crossing the goal line. Yeah. Wow. Right. By the way, Arkansas won in what is PKs for for American football. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, special teams, like I said, with with Iowa, I mean, flipping the field. I'll, I'll be Penny, back. Be back right. just a second. And pinning Kentucky deep in own territory is going to be a key in this game. If that can happen a lot in this game, not going to be good for Kentucky. So, um, you know, Kentucky needs to keep their offense on the field as much as possible in this game and and I don't even necessarily mean that they have to score each time. I think if, you know, if even if they are, you know, getting 8 9 10 plays and have to punt and keeping and keeping them them pinned back more on offense instead of Kentucky being pinned back and more plays and keeping Iowa's defense on the field, I think that's going to be a key too. So, Andy, what do you think? Uh, go, gone are the days of Jared Lorenzen, huh? <laughs> yeah, hefty lefty. Hefty lefty. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely. And, you know, as an Iowa fan, I've been dreaming of uh, offense that it's going to uh, move the ball, that's going to have the big, uh, big, quick plays. And, and, uh, but with this game, you know, with the, the way this team is built right now, um, it, it's almost like they the teams almost mirror each other right now, right? I, I think you're going to need to uh, you just draw it out and, and you know continue to um, convert third downs and continue to move that ball uh, and chip away and and maybe um, Iowa does have a, you know winning field goal um, at the end, uh, you know. But when when you have uh, you know teams that just don't have the um, I don't know the experienced talent. Um, you know, that's, that's, what's going to happen and that's what you need. Right. And, and I think when he was saying, not going to have a winning field goal, I think he meant on the Kentucky side because we've had, right. That's what I think at Iowa, hopefully it may. Yeah. But we've, we've had some major, major issues. Not really with the kick right there. The kicker, um, it's been more snapping and, and Putting the you know hold on and stuff like that is really what it's been with. Now the kicker has had like I don't know three, four, five of them blocked um, because of bad snaps and everything else. Um, so he's so, his, so what you're saying is it has to get to the point where the kicker actually can do kick his the job. ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It never makes yeah, it right. to that point. Like you right. got you got to right. be successful to that point. What's right. that guy's not? What did you say your name was? I, I forgot. Andy. Andy. <laughs> Andy. Andy. Yeah. Yes. Did you yep. see my beautiful Dallas Cowboys hoodie? I. Hey, you know what? I, I, beautiful and uh, Dallas Cowboys. It's tough to put those in the same sentence, though, right? He is uh, a <laughs> the Bears. Hey, try being a Bears. Right, so if you're, if you're a Bears, Bears fan, fan, what are you I talking about? I hate to tell you, but John Roberts and I are both Packers fans. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Brad, Brad gets on me. He's like, "You always have to bring up the Cowboys." I said, "Well, the reason why is, is I'm probably one of the big." I'll tell you a quick story about this, real funny, real quick. I always told him, "Never quick." I was t- <laughs> telling him, I, I was always a big Dallas Cowboys fan ever since I was little. 
Well, he sees a picture of me when I was a kid wearing an Emmett Smith jersey at a Christmas. I had to know it was him, but I seen it. It was his family, and it was a little yeah. kid in there, a young kid in there with a Dallas Cowboy Emmett Smith jersey on, and I automatically knew. And it was a Cowboy was. hat. You yeah, had to look I'll, real close. It's a, it was a Cowboy. It was an Emmett Smith Cowboys hat, too. I automatically knew who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, how have you been a fan of them that long with the way they've been? I said, let me tell you something. I lived through the Dave Cambo era. I lived through the Chan Gailey days. I said, this is nothing compared to those days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, hey. Coach-wise, your coach-wise, that could kind of mess things up th this year. I I'm actually rooting for the Cowboys as long as they beat the Packers yeah. somehow. So Here's the thing about the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that they can get happen. me to the playoffs and we can win the NFC East every once in a blue moon, I'm all right with it. But eventually, do I want to get a Super Bowl again? Yeah, because we haven't won one since 95. Um, you know, they had Larry Brown. They had Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin. Um, they got rid of Alvin Harper then, but um, I think he went to Tampa Bay. I, th I still think that was a regret letting him walk. Alvin Harper was probably the second best receiver next to Michael Irvin. So, yeah. But, but off the NFL thing, if you're ever down for me to come on one of your shows, man, and talk Cowboys, hit, hit me up, man. I'm, oh, I'm, he can talk Cowboys. I can talk Cowboys. I, I could name you every single lineup <laughs> from 1994. Hey, well, um, well, you know, playoffs are coming up. We'll probably be able to talk Cowboys, just not Packers stuff. So, right. Well, uh, if you want us to beat the Vikings, gotta beat the Vikings. Just beat the Vikings. We gotta beat the Vikings this that? week. But you That's know right. what's funny about take that? Down the, the take down the central, uh, the the North champs. But you know what the thing I'll about tell you the what's Packers real though? funny is we keep beating the the Cowboys in the in the regular in the season most absurd year. ways too. Here's the most one, absurd ways, quick, like shouldn't do it, but it happens. Here's one quick fact about the Packers: if the Packers win out, all Washington has to do is lose one game, and that's it. Right. Correct. And, and the, the Packers, Packers get make in. the playoffs. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. And Washington don't have an easy road. The last three games. Well, the Packers don't have a, an easy way of getting in. They still got to play the nope. Vikings, which I, I know that, but they play them good, though. That's yeah, yeah. We'll see. Well, but, um, but anyways, I'd say you know, like the Packers uh, dipping out of the playoffs, I got to dip out here soon. All right, man. Um, my players to watch on this are Sam Laporta and mm -hmm. and Jack Campbell for Iowa. I think Sam Laporta because of their um few wide receivers that uh, having Sam Laporta back for the t in the tight end room is going to be huge for them. That's going to be one of their main targets as far as padding would be my guess. And, of course, Jack Campbell, I mean, he's a Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's going to be a monster in the middle there. Um, and then um, for Kentucky, I got Barry and Brown. And then I'm going to throw somebody – out that most people probably wouldn't think of. I'm going to throw Keydron Smith. Um, he's a safety and um, with an experienced quarterback for I um, He can't be a ball hunter, and I think that, uh, you know, it's possible that he could make a key play. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name you a quick player um, to watch um, for Iowa. And, and, and not so much this game. But for for later on, maybe his NFL career is um, Jennings Ducker. Mm -hmm. Play yeah. he, he's a guard. Um, yeah, I'm not saying he. I think he's the number one guard. Um, he, he got he stepped into the number one row after I think one of them left or got injured maybe. Um, and I think he's a really good player. Um, He's not really had his moment to shine, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yep. And I think he's going to get an opportunity in this bowl game. Um, and Iowa, if you if you think about the NFL draft and what Iowa's done in the offensive line category, there's been some heck of an offensive lineman be drafted in, in, at Iowa. Absolutely agree on that. Yep. I just yep. want to say one thing. Andy. Uh, I do. 
I, I did have one player before I need to uh, duck out here. I um, I agree with you on those uh, other players for Iowa, but uh, Nico Regani could have a long touchdown pass, and it could go either way. He could either get that or uh, Joe Labas could throw it out to him. It could be picked oh, they're off. Go, they're so. really going to miss Arlen, the wide receiver. Arlen Bruce. He, he's, their, he's their main guy, and yep. I think that's going to force them to maybe run the ball a lot more. Now, if, they, if he yep. was there, I think you would see more pass plays to him. But, so in the past, Regani has had some big plays, so they may, uh, you know, obviously try to, you know, something with him being a little bit of a veteran. So, uh, but I definitely appreciate you guys let me on. Uh, I do got to bounce. I uh, appreciate it and uh, go Hawks. What kind of prediction you got for us before that? I'm going to say, um, oh gosh, I'm going to say um, Iowa is going to win and it's going to be a, a 17 to uh, 13 game. Yeah, it's I gonna think, be, it's I gonna think be, if you, it's gonna be if you shoot the bow and arrow, but then when we say that target in the middle, you, you, when we you say win. that it's gonna be low scoring, ends up being a barn burner. So could be, I could mean, be. you know, it, right? You never have predictions, right? I mean, during this whole bowl season, I've I've crunched all these bowls numbers down, and I'm probably one for two for eight or nine right now. I, I'm not doing really good. And Brad's over smiling like he's got he's got his. Thanks uh, again, guys. I've been doing pretty. I've been doing pretty good. Yeah. All right, Andy. We appreciate you being on with us, man. Um, it was fun, man. Let's do this again. Maybe we'll be on it. your show sometime or something. Let's do it. Thanks again, guys. Have a good one, man. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Andy. Real quick, hey, man. That was fun, um, guys. Real quick before we get to the ending of this show. Can we just speak on what's happening with Kentucky basketball right now? Are you going on a diatribe? I, 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 would, I was going to try not to bring it up. But... I want to want to rant. Before you go on this rant here, uh, Texas Tech and Ole Miss update. It is 10 to 7 Texas Tech. Ole Miss Let's... just got – Penalized for a targeting. Let's say I that for tomorrow say, night. I know. I just want to say one thing out of all this. What has happened to Kentucky basketball, though? That's the that's the question. That's what we need to put it at. That's the question. It's. I mean, it's I not agree Kentucky with you, hundred percent. So. All right. So we were kind I, of I'll going say, over I'll, the players. I'll save, my, I'll save my rant tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow. Okay. So my little extra tidbit on this Iowa-Kentucky game, the Music City Bowl, is this. I looked over the two-deep depth chart for for Kentucky for this game. There are 32 players listed on the two-deep that are either sophomores, straight sophomores, not redshirt, sophomores, redshirt freshmen, or freshmen. Yeah, it's 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 unreal. There are thirty-two players. Twelve of those players have barely played or not played at all. That are listed on the two D for this Music City Bowl. Oregon and uh, North Carolina's playing. It's a really good football game right now. So they're young Kentucky you know they're gonna have a whole lot of young players playing in this game um, so we're gonna find out a little bit about the future I think in this game uh, and just how tough they are how how much talent they have um, and two of them are listed for the first time in the wide receivers as backups Jordan Anthony and Brandon white and they were both track stars in high school. And watch out. I'm telling you, they can run like a 10.2 in the 100. So um, they are, they both can flat burn. If they get on the field, there is nobody on Iowa's defense is going to be able to keep up with them. If Destin Wade can just throw it out there or Sharon. So. That that's kind of some of my last little things that I had for this game. Y'all want to do a prediction? I know Andy said he had Iowa at seven. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it quick. I'll do a quick one because I got a I got a spin. All um, right, Kentucky 
wins this game 2017. Um, I think Kentucky oh, hit the mute button. I think Kentucky will trail in this game at some point. Um, and I think their defense will come through with a big play to win the game. Um, I think, you know, I, I told people, I told even Andy on this, you know, I think this is going to be the type of game where Kentucky is going to run, run, run. I mean, yeah, they got Barry and Brown, they got Dan Key, they got some. They got some weapons, but, you know, they don't have the air attack that they have with Levis is what I'm trying to, to get at. But I think, they'll, I think they'll put it in the air some. I just don't think it would be if, as much. If Destin Wade's playing, I think Destin Wade will run a lot. I think Destin will run a lot. Um, yeah, I you know think I like so. To see? You don't like to see first play, Kentucky gets the ball, he runs 180 yards for a touchdown right off the bat. Yeah, man, it, it would be good. You know, I I, I really feel like Destin would is probably going to run some if he, especially if he starts. Yeah. And and another little quick little tidbit on Destin Wade. Destin Wade is from Nashville, and so is Barry and Brown. They're, they're both, both from Nashville, um, and they're both true freshmen. Um, they were both five star stars in the Nashville area, and for them to go back to the Music City Bowl and have a chance to to play like this is really special for them too. Really yeah. special. Well, boys, you have a great night and uh, go cats. And I'll see you tomorrow night on the pod. <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll do that. Kentucky basketball. Oh, it's going to be promise. a rant. It's going to be a rant tomorrow. All right. you, better, you better be ready for it. I, I've already had a couple, you know, I have. Go cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you. Roberts. What kind of prediction you got? I'm going with the Hawkeyes, and the only reason why I'm doing that is because they actually have an Avenger. An Avenger? Yeah, because they're the Hawkeyes. That's true. Yeah. It's true. It's always good when the Hawkeyes play the Wolverines because then you have the MCU just trying to eat itself. <laughs> you know, I... I think I think this game is going to be a toss-up either way. I think that it's probably going to go back and forth. I think you'll see one team ahead early and then the other team like in the third, and then the other team will go ahead in the fourth, and it's probably going to be back and forth. And Kentucky pulled it out last year, you know, and there's probably a chance that Iowa's the one that pulls it out, but because I'm a Kentucky fan, I am going to say Kentucky wins it like 21-17, something like that. Um, but I, I really do believe Iowa is favored two and a half points in this game. The over-under is 31, which um, Andy said 17-13, which would be the under, even though he had said earlier take the over. Um, I just want to kind of throw that in there, but, uh, it's been fun doing this. I do want to uh, say to everybody, um, we had kind of, I kind of posted about maybe the chance that, uh, Brian France would be on here, the OC for Iowa. Um, it is a busy bowl week and I didn't say this on the air. So, I, and, you know, we, we were trying and it just didn't work out. So we, uh, we want to uh, say that on the air before we get off the, uh, the live stream here. So um, that's kind of what happened. And uh, Robert, you got anything else you want to throw out? Uh, nope, not right at the moment here. Yeah, we just got a, got a bunch of bowl games going on, and all of them are very wacky. Very yeah, and uh, so tomorrow night we're going to try to do our game day pick-ems. Um, and uh, and do the big bowl games. We had done them up through tomorrow, last week. So we're going to start do a show tomorrow night and start on Friday, which will cover, you know, the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl, the college football playoffs, and uh, all the big bowls. And we're going to run through the next week. So that's going to be a big show tomorrow night. And we look forward to doing that. And we'll have some more updates. I know that he said Arkansas did pull that game out over Can Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas pulled it out over Kansas. 
<laughs> correct, correct. They uh, Kansas looked like they had a, just a bad play called for their two-point try and threw it out of the back of the end zone, and that ended up uh, costing them the game. It was uh, – was it it was uh it was bad and um yeah but we um, will uh we're, we're glad you've been on with us and we will see you guys tomorrow night okay all right yeah y'all have a good night